NCAA show. Angry about what? Showman for February 22nd, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Oh shit. Shit just got real between China and uh, Russia and the rest of the West. West. You know? Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. You know, Joe Biden just showed up in Ukraine on the President's Day, no less, in America. And family day in Ontario and a bunch of other holidays on the 20th of February this year. And then it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, Joe, Joe Button showed up. And then now, like, Russia with Putin goes off, like, we're done with the nuclear pack. It's like, oh, nuclear warning. Well, but I got to say, like, you know, if you're running out of, you know, manpower to, like, fight your war that's been now officially a year old, and you're not, like, you're in a basically a stalemate, I guess you're going to just throw everything you got, you know, even rhetorically, which is... Not a good thing, but I just go, well, why am I not surprised? So if you want to, and then the China now is like starting their own like uh, security pack, you know, whatever that thing is. So I'm just like, okay, but I'm also going like, what the hell? And then now there's a, there's a news saying that, hey, Xi Jinping is going to show up in Russia and all that. I'm like, all right. And then they have this, uh, China has this quote unquote, no limits partnership with Russia. And I'm like, all right. And then with the balloon thing that happened, I just go like, what the hell? So, <laughs> and Joe Biden's right now, as we you know record on Tuesday, uh, he's speaking in Poland for about the landmark treaty and everything. And then everybody's like worried right now. And I'm like, oh, Europe. I saw some articles saying, hey, weak Russia is not a good thing for Europe either. To be honest, can everybody just get along? You know. And then if you want to hear more about this like shit show that's happening, oh, go back. Holy shit! It was a year ago I recorded this episode 253 from January 26, 2022. Uh, what do you mean World War Three? And then uh, episode 258 for March 2nd, almost a year ago at this point, world's first TikTok war. Can't believe we've been talking about this over a year because, like, just this tense relations that we have around the world, and everyone's like, you know, oh my god, is this like, is this gonna go down? Is this shit going down? You know, as we say. But I'm like, shit has already gone down, and there's an earthquake in Turkey, and then now Syria all connected. I still remember the earthquake in Turkey, you know, sidebar here. When I was like, when was it, 1999 or something, and we donated to UN and UNICEF and for the children and stuff, Red Cross. I remember like calling in when I, I was in Korea at this time and say, hey, help the people in Turkey, you know, especially for Korean pe- folks. I was like, hey, Turkey helped, you know, us in the Korean War and all that stuff. We got to return the favor. That's why Turkey and Korea have a very interesting relations. You know, I remember the earthquake in 98, 99, was it? You know, I just like, I just remember all that. And then now another earthquake happened and like, holy shit, yo, like 40,000 people died. Regardless, back to Russia, China. And America, I just go like, and the West. Look, man, like, <laughs> if if it shows anything, these two authoritarian people are really at their peak, you know, peacocking at the ultimate, just going like, look at us, we got we got this uh, mega powers, all right? It's like Hulk Hogan, the racist, and Randy Savage, being Randy Savage, just going coming in and like, brother. And then, oh, yeah, and then, like, shit like that. But I just go, like, all right, and then what are you going to show for it? Like, you two are going to take on what? The philosophy? See, way I look at it, this is like a revert. This is like the war on terror. Like, you're going to attack on a word or some kind of philosophy or a concept. And it's just like it gets everybody rallied up. But what these two are basically saying, you know, Papa Bear and a fucking, uh, what's-his-face? Uh, Xi Jinping over here, Winnie the Pooh, 
Papa Bear and Winnie the Pooh, the two bears are basically going like, all right, we're the mega powers. And without saying it, it's a war on democracy. It really is. It's a war on democracy and any kind of, you know, people-based work. That's what this is. It's a war on democracy. It really is. We say it's a war on democracy in this country and a lot of populist movement that's been happening. But I go, this literally is, if you think about it. So I just go, but they won't say it. Because anything that would spook the people thinking that way, and then, you know, all these countries like China and Russia. If you look at the overall history of it, you, that's why I just also go, like, you cannot look at these two nations, given their immense history, that, like, you could see how they ended up the way they ended up, given multi-ethnic groups, the sheer size of the land, and then, you know, continuous, you know, instability, Blah, blah, blah. And then the dwindling population that's about to come. So to me, I keep going like this is sort of a, I feel like it's a last hurrah. Because after Putin, after Xi Jinping, like, is next person going to have to amp it up the next level? And then I go like, with what? You got no people in Russia. People are leaving. And then like you, you grab every dude possible. And then like at least quarter million of them, I think, you know, they said you know, Ukrainians, like, fought against and killed. And in China, like, hey, one of the OECD countries have one of the lowest birth rates and people aren't having kids. And how are you going to sustain that? Which is why I always, like, projected that, like, the China's economic might, even without the COVID that just happened, I just go, like, it's awfully short-sighted. I just don't see it. Just the population and then way that country's been growing and then culturally it's kind of set. It's not going to advance to the level you expect. And we talked about it with the chipset and other like technology and things. And I just go like, I just don't see it. It's going to be very ephemeral, you know, compared to, say, like India, which continues to have a growing population, you know, and all that stuff. Because of that, I look at these two and I'm like. You guys are just like swinging everything at it and then going like, we're going to go nuclear. We're going to have a new security pact. And I go like, okay. But, you know, West is asking the question now. Is like, what the fuck is a political wrote this? It's like, what the fuck does a victory mean in Ukraine? And I go, yeah, because whenever this ends, it's going to be devastated, messed up. There's going to be some nation rebuilding happening. Russia is going to be in sanctions still and say, you got to pay for this shit. You know, however, this, you know, the dust settles, right? Like, however it ends, they need to pay for it. And they already spent a lot of manpower and resource just taking on this war in over a year. And I said this, you know, 13 months ago. No one wants to fight anymore. A hundred years ago, it was really a world war. But I just go like, you know, and I just go, do people want to do that again? You know, we're, we're, we're getting shyer and lazier and more like, you know, in some sense, tribal but i also kind of go like i think there's a reverse of that happening maybe the eternal optimist over here i just go like um the sheer fact that we talk a lot of shit and share in social media i don't know how much it gets awfully translated into an actual life you know other than fucking school shootings in this country or whatever mass shootings which i'm not even gonna get into at this point i just go nothing's gonna happen so i just go why am i spending my emotions in that other than getting frustrated and sigh one more time but you know like I just go, like, looking at the world holistically, I go, man, it's fucking, they're, they're just swinging, but it's a stalemate, if you think about it. I'm like, oh, do we even freak out anymore? I was like, okay. And then, say, this thing escalates, and then, like, 
you know, we're getting the nuclear arms ready. Okay, then what? Then what? I'm sure this is the same thing that all the Russian generals and people around the world are going like, okay, then what? Then fucking what? You're going to start shooting shit at each other? Then what? Like, it, it, it just go like, I just, I just don't see it happening. And if it does, I just go like, all right, we're going to go into more economic crisis, more cutoff of energy, especially for Europe. And I just go like, the, you leave people with no choice. And then if that happens, and I was like, hey, is this World War Three? And I'm like, okay, but how much do you think we're going to fight? Like, we, the world has fought for so fucking long to a point where everything is like at a regional level or whatever and you know very hard to develop land very hard to develop you know like afghanistan or something like a middle east and africa we know where the destabilized zones are in this world so i just go like you know what and then africa is growing southeast asia is growing and then like middle east like population is still growing you know so that's going to be the population that's going to dominate the next half century you know do we get ready for that? And then if you look at those African countries, man, I'm really going on a sidebar here talking about the world. Uh, they're, they're not awfully fond of America, you know? And then they're looking at China and then China's putting in like all their infrastructure and shit for free and go she and all that. And then like they go like, oh, we don't mind Russia and all that. We, are, we don't have, we have no sides to this. Fuck the West. They colonize us. And I, I get completely get that <laughs> given the history. But I just go like the, the immense amount of corruption and continuous thing that's going on over there is like also not helping but is america or europe gonna go in there and go like we're gonna go nation bill fuck no so what i'm saying is by the time this stuff settles i'm I'm already gonna be like you know i'm gonna be at a point of colonoscopy and then i'll be like put to sleep and i was like did you find anything in my asshole you know that's where i'm gonna be by the time it's done so anyways that is that and then uh, President Jimmy Carter is in the hospice care, not on the medical support. You know, that, that probably means that, look, he's 98 years old. I didn't, you know, it's unbelievable. And I wasn't alive when he was a president. But when I was ar- alive, basically, when I have been alive, <laughs> as you're hearing right now, uh, he's been the one that's building houses. And then, like, you know, I've never seen him do other, like, hey, we're going to... They're going to give speeches and all that stuff. You know, granted, he gets together with other former presidents, like all the other American presidents do. But like, this guy seems pretty genuine. And then I have a soft spot for, you know, President Carter because uh, he's also an engineer. This guy put a solar panel on the roof back in the 70s, you know, when he was elected from 70, what was it, 78 to 82, something like that. Uh, 78 to, yeah, 76 to 80, right? And then, and then, you know, He's like, he went to Georgia Tech. He's a Georgia guy. I think he was he might have been the last governor or senator, uh, probably the governor of Georgia. But it, as a Democrat, I think he was the most genuine guy. And then the whole Iran Contra stuff, which also probably got him unelected, looking weak against the uh, you know Iran back in the day. You know, you watch the movie Argo and all that. And you know what happened? I just go like, well, he didn't want to escalate. You know. When Kennedy did it, he was a fucking hero. But when Carter did it, he's whatever. But do I also have a more view because I wasn't there? And then it's one of those like, hey, history, historians and history will recognize better. It's like when somebody looks at George W. Bush 20 years from now, some kid that's my age just, just born this decade or something. And you're like, I think George W. Bush wasn't so bad at war on terror. And I'm like, you fucking moron. I'll be sitting there telling you how, you know, 
George W. Bush in the power was a dumbass. That like one of the biggest dumbasses I've seen in my life as a president. He's a he's the, he's the ultimate nepo baby who has become not only the governor of Texas because people thought it was his daddy running, and the daddy was a legitimately uh you know honorable man, you know despite his little uh, analyst you know that he had ca- he always fucking carried as the Republican whatever family values all that shit. But he was a decent dude, and he paid fucking dues, like being a head of FBI and all that shit. I think George H.W. Bush and Jimmy Carter were legitimately good people who had the right thing in their mind and their hearts. Unlike some of the celebrity presidents that we have had in this country in America, like Reagan. He's just like, oh, 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 trickle down economics. You know, Bill Clinton, you know, he did a good job, but I just go like, dude, own some of this shit. You know, I just like... Like, you like women and blow, alright, it's whatever. Women and cocaine, that's it. Not cocaine, the marijuana. And then George W. Bush did fucking coke, and he was fucking drunk. You know, and people forget that as a family value, and all that shit. You know, and then I just go like, hey, what's Brock doing now? I was like, well, he's getting paid a lot of money, you know, by all the lobbyists and all those people. He forgot to regulate, and then put the hammer on, because I also see that, like, politically, he couldn't do that as a... First black president. I was like, oh, he's going to come in and whip everything around? You know, I just go like, I get that sentiment. But he didn't do his... I, he was a moderate. And then he was, trying, he was trying to tread lightly. And I just go, that was unfortunate. I think that was a missed opportunity. Not only for America, but for the world. And now we got the crazy inflation and more income disparity than we have had before. Because whatever. And then Trump, whatever, right? So c- coming back to Jimmy Carter, I just go like, I think that guy was the most one of the, you know, more genuine presidents that we have had in the last like fucking century at this point. Name me another president who's like building houses after they left office, you know, for the poor people and all that. Nobody. Did Reagan do that shit? No, he went to his fucking ranch in California. What did H Dub do? Nothing. He just went back to Texas, down in Houston, and then looked at his son and go, "This fucking dumbass." And then like, what did Bill Clinton do? You know, like. Created all these fucking conspiracy theories with the Clinton initiatives. Good job. What did George W. Bush do? Ah, uh, he went to go painting pictures because, you know, because he knew he couldn't show his face after what he put, you know, this country and the world through, Iraq and Afghanistan. Like, forget the war crime. Speak to the Americans that died. Just like Putin will have to answer for quarter million Russian kids and the dudes that died fighting in the meaningless war. How could George W. Bush explain that? In the 21st century. And then he also, you know, broke the Republican rules, you know, with the larger government, with deregulation and socialized medicine that's given to, you know, what was it, Schedule D drugs or whatever, given to all the old people, just ballooning all the medical costs. He ballooned everything. And then Obama, I just go like, what has he done? I was like, well, he was too young. And then he retired. But I just go like, well, here's a, here's a really good order. But I just also go like, you know, he's shied away from the spotlights, except for campaigning here and there. And then Trump got elected. And then I guess he needs a break. And then that's just, that's not a bad break. But he's going around doing speaking engagements. He's getting paid a gazillion dollars. That's going to build his presidential library somewhere in Chicago. And then like, all that. And I just go like, all right. Like, is Obama going to be the next... Obama initiative, or is it going to be Jimmy Carter? That's my fucking question. I'm not expecting Obama to, like, to build houses or some shit, but I'm like, you know, 
that the eight years were tough <laughs> that he went through compared to four that only the, the good old Jimmy went through. But I just go like, all right. And then I I wish I was expecting a lot more from President Obama. And then I'm one of those that got like, well, that was a great branding, you know, with the hope and everything. I think he came in with a lot of hot hands and like, all right, go for it. But you know, obviously he got talked down by a bunch of moderates and nobody paid for that 08 uh, economic collapse except one Indian dude at Goldman Sachs for like for derivative trading. And I'm like, you think this one Desi dude did this whole thing? Are you fucking kidding me? None of these motherfuckers, other motherfuckers on Wall Street go to jail. Are you fucking shitting me? And who, you know, and then the continuous like financial, you know, like institutions not doing shit is continuously popping up. And what are Republicans doing about it? Nothing. Nothing. Which makes it fucking hilarious for all the government handouts they're getting. And like, oh, free market capitalism. And I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all getting socialized benefits here when I don't. See, I gotta tell you, I haven't gotten a single dime from this fucking government and this federal government for any of the handout they got for either through payment protection plan, that bullshit that Trump put through the Small Business Bureau, and just like give it to people, and then they robbed a lot. I didn't get a single bailout money directly because I, I guess I made too much money, but then I made too much money, but not enough to have employees to get a PPP loan that nobody paid back. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm completely in the middle here. So I just go like, I didn't get a single dime. I didn't get anything out during this time. So I just go like, whatever. So how does that benefit me? And how did Jimmy Carter <laughs> survive all this time? But anyways, I, I really went to the sideways here, talking about different presidents and their legacy, and then the state of the world today, which is not what I originally envisioned to talk about. But whatever, that's what happens on this thing. So am I angry? No, I'm not angry. It is what it is. It is what it is, as President Trump used to say during the peak of the pandemic, which apparently is coming to an end in three months. But whatever, we'll see what happens. Anyway, thanks for listening to this jibber-jabber on a different mic that I haven't used before, you know, because I'm on a a different equipment and a different setup today. Have a great rest of the week, and then, oh, we'll see you. uh, I don't know when I'm recording this, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I might be recording this from a hotel in Napa Valley or something and then talk about whatever that comes up. Anyways, have a great rest of the week, and then uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out.